Hello and welcome to the latest installment of the 1970 podcast. I'm your host, Ed, and joining me as always is my co-host, Mark Damon. Mark, how are things on your end out there in New York? Uh, Beautiful 60 degree weather day here in New York. Felt like the first day of spring and um, we're talking about what's about to happen tomorrow. I'm a little nervous, but, you know, hopefully... Hopefully optimistic, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm more optimistic than I was this morning, but I think I, it's a beautiful day. The beautiful day sort of gets you in a better mood, I think. It really does. You know, spring is all about revival and birth and, and all that. So, I, you know, the warm weather should make you feel a little bit more optimistic. You know, follows when, you know, trees or leaves are dying and it's kind of blah. But, yeah, you should have some optimism. You know, we're up 4-1 over Barcelona and – by the way, that's pretty much all we're going to be talking about. It'll be kind of a shortened podcast today because we're just going to mostly preview one game. We might mention the 3-0 over Brest over the weekend if, if we need to, but I don't think there's a whole lot there that applies to the game against Barcelona. Um, I'm also going to try that we're at, we're recording on Tuesday, March 9th. I'm going to try to keep my Erling Haaland uh, hate to a minimum. I know that a lot of people are just you know frothing at the mouth because he scored two goals, but um, I still don't like him, and uh, I don't ever want him at PSG, and I know I'm in the minority there. So I'll keep that to a minimum, but Mark, let's focus. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's no, he plays in a farmer's league. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, one, yeah, agreed. Um, call me when he wins something uh, is kind of yeah. how I feel about it. But Anything. 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 Anything in his career at all. Uh, I'm just looking at the Bundesliga six Dortmund in sixth place. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure I had that right. Uh, but yeah, he he's amazing. He's generational. Okay. Um, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We may agree on that, but we may have some disagreements down the line. Mark, tomorrow, March 10th, we got PSG Barcelona. Barcelona is in town. They're in Paris. We saw Messi going into the hotel. PSG are up 4-1. I guess where we start is... You know, your nervous level right now. We had that 6-1 defeat a couple years ago. Um, how much are you worried that this could happen again? We do know that Neymar will not play a part of this. I think Goal had reported that in the medical report on PSG's official website all but hinted at that. So just kind of walk me through your, your feelings at this moment. Well, that's official at this point. He's not in the he's not in the squad. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. That's all. Look, this is a really important game. But it's only a really important game if PSG blow it. Like, PSG are not going to get credit for hanging on to a 4-1 tie, you know, a 4-1 lead and a tie. They're not going to get credit for that. So, you know, th- there really is only downside here. Now, I-, I will say, there is a lot of difference between what happened four years ago and the circumstances around that compared to where we are now. It is a very different team. The leadership on this team is about a thousand times better than the leadership on that on that 2017 team. I think there's more talent on this team than there was on that on that 17 team. I don't think Barcelona is nearly as good as they were back then. I don't think they're even close, quite frankly. And you look at every sort of metric going in here, even though PSG have not really been all that convincing in league on this year and they've sort of had a you know kind of a rougher season than normal i think they're starting to round into form here at the right time i think all of the indicators that you look at statistics momentum all that stuff i think it's pointing towards a pretty ho-hum 
1-1-2-1 game where either, you know, PSG win it 2-1 or Barcelona wins it 2-1 or it's a tie. I, I don't think there's anything really, there's no flashing panic lights right now that I can, that I can see. And that's a good thing. But you also have to take into account that the Champions League is a really weird competition. It's volatile and incredibly unpredictable. And if PSG make enough mistakes and put themselves in a situation where it could be decided by a penalty or decided by a red card or decided by some sort of weird fluke thing happening, anything's possible. It's not like these, uh, these comebacks are, you know, very rare these days. It's literally happened, you know, these types of comebacks have happened literally four out of the last five years. You know, you've had a team that's been up by more than three goals lose in the second leg. So it's not like something that's unprecedented. I mean, PSG did it. Barcelona did it twice. So, again, it's not like this is something that's out of the realm of possibility. And the reason I was nervous this morning is because I think psychologically more than even physically, having Neymar as a last resort on your bench maybe even not as a last resort, but as a bluff to sort of just say, I have this weapon in the chamber. I can use it if I have to, even if you're not going to use it. I think it would have been better to bluff in that situation or to at least just have him on the roster on the, in the squad at the worst, he gets a day of training out of it and he can sit on the bench the whole game. I don't think that would have hurt anybody. I mean, the, the, the uh, the squads for these Champions League games are huge, and there's people on that you know on that roster that they're not going to use. So I don't see why it would have hurt to do it. I think it would have been a nice little psychological lift to have him just in case. But I don't think it's decisive. I hope I didn't you know come off as it being some sort of decisive thing. Like PSG have more than enough talent here to, to, to win this thing, to, to win this thing. They have more than enough. And they, right now they quite frankly have a better bench. Their starting lineup is equal, if not better. And the only real X factor right now is Messi. That's the X factor. If Messi just decides to go nuts, then PSG might have a problem. But Messi at this point in his career is more, facilitator than goal scorer although he can have the he can still have games where he scores a couple goals so it's not again out of the realm of possibility but I just want you know with all that being said this is a major psychological hill that PSG have to climb and they haven't done it yet it's not over there's still 90 minutes here that they have to you know to do it and to exercise this team and this is not as much a football game as it is an exorcism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and for 90 minutes, they're you know we're going to be on edge. I think the fans are on edge. I don't think the players will be on edge, but the play, the fans will be on edge. Luckily, it isn't. I, I'm sort of happy there's no fans here for this one because if it did start to go sour, I think I think the atmosphere could be a little toxic, you know, and, and very you know the the you'll you'd feel the atmosphere sort of change. I think without fans, it's going to be hard for Barcelona to generate that energy for 90 minutes that they're going to need. But then again, all it takes is a, is a red card. All it takes is a red card or an unlucky penalty. 
and we can kind of get into strategy here, but this is a, you know, just sort of the larger picture. This is a major, major beast that PSG have to slay. And, and, and as we saw like, today, you know, just to your point real quick before I forget, as we've seen today, the, the officiating is utterly incompetent. And we know when it comes to PSG, they're even more incompetent. So, yeah, I a red card against Kempembe or somebody, sure, I can see it. Something bad's going to yeah. happen. You know it's going to happen. It's whether or not you can weather the storm or not. Well, yeah, and, and Barcelona's going to have their, you know, and, and we'll, again, we'll get into strategy in a minute here, but the... This is not a PSG team that I think is scared. I won't even want to give that impression. I think this PSG team is 100% focused and committed in this game. I think they will play fairly well in this game, for the most part. The issue is going to be if something weird happens. And you just have to be prepared if something weird happens. Because you know, that stuff can happen. And it would be devastating in this case. I think some teams could overcome that you know, could overcome losing a 4-1 lead. PSG can't do it twice. And they can't do it twice to the same team. And they can't do it twice to the same team after taking that team's second best player off of them and having this sort of four-year cold war going on between the two clubs. This is a big deal. This whole thing was a big deal. This whole tie was a big deal. And in the last four years, for that to culminate in PSG blowing it again... That would be devastating, and that would change the club permanently. And I don't want to, you know, I, I I sound hyperbolic, but I'm not. Like, really, do you think Kylian Mbappe is going to stay on a team that just that blew two two massive leads to the same Barcelona? No. I mean, do you really think that's going to happen? <laughs> you you, you can't really exist. That? You can't exist as a club giving up a four nil lead and then a four one lead in a span of three years. Four years to the same team. Or four years. Yeah. No. Yeah, it would be yeah, it would be very devastating to the it would change the trajectory of the club. So let's not have that happen. And there's ways to not have that happen, and we can talk about those. Uh, so you know what do you, you know you get what you think, and I'll then I'll sort of get into the strategy part pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I was everyone was like on edge going into that game um, without Neymar. We thought, oh, if we could just get out of there. I was saying that this team should practice time-wasting, and they just came out there and, and kicked their ass pretty much, and, and Mbappe with the hat-trick. I mean, you mentioned Messi is uh, an X-factor, but I kind of like our X-factor, Mbappe, a little bit better. Um, he's younger, he's faster. Um, at this point in their career, uh, talent-wise, I don't know if Messi's that much better than Mbappe. I know Barcelona fans, I'm sorry, but there's a big age difference. I think if you were starting a team right now, I'd probably pick Mbappe number one over Messi. Um, so yeah, he's 100% an X factor, and he's at home, and and he knows what's on the line. He doesn't he doesn't want to become a meme. He doesn't want to be part of a banter club, like you said. Um, so I think he's going to come out and do everything possible to get this team over over the finish line. Um, I did want to just read real quick. There's been reports out of Le Prisien, um about the potential starting lineup. Um, you got leading the line would be Acardi, Mbappe, uh, Di Maria. You've got Verratti, Idrissa Gay, Paredes in the midfield, and then Krasawet left back, Kempembe, and Marquinhos center back, and Florenzi at right back with Navas in goal. That is more than enough to hold on to a 4-1 lead. If, if you can't do it with that, just pack it up. You know, QSI, yeah. sell it, whoever the highest bidder it, and get out. If you can't hold on to uh, a 4-1 lead with that lineup over this Barcelona team, I mean, what are we even doing here? Honestly, agreed, and that's what I mean. Like PSG are not going to get credit for holding on to this. They're only going to get this is a no-win situation here. 
Yeah. So they have to, and we talk about that strategy. I think that's the right lineup. That's basically the lineup <laughs> I, I, I put out on Saturday or Sunday. I think, I, I think that's about what you wanted. You, you, you put out your best lineup, obviously. I think you have Sarabia coming off the bench. Draxler can come off the bench. You could take a Cardi out and put Mbappe as the, as the, as the pure striker. You can put Herrera on. So there, there's plenty of options to go with. It's going to be a 4-2-3-1 that they can convert to a 4-2-2 late in the game when they need to be a bit more maybe defensive. So that's the right, that's the right approach. And I think PSG's approach here needs to be for this game to be as boring as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you, you do not want – what you want in this game is to have it be played in the midfield. You want a lot of passing – you want to sort of force Barcelona to play the ball wide. You don't want to give them a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities in that regard. So the best thing you can really do is play it similar to what you did in the first leg, maybe a little less aggressive. But for PSG, the goal really should be to make this a midfield game and to control the ball and to not, you know, get pinned back. With that Your being said, is- would you would you switch it up a little bit? Maybe put Marquinhos as a defensive midfielder and do Kempembe and I don't no. know, Diallo. No. He's been playing decent. To- I don't know. He's been, but you need you need a strong center back pairing. You can't go into this game with a with a weak link at center back. Because there's gonna be a lot of crossing, there's gonna be a lot of balls that go into the box, and you need both of those guys in there to do that. And Diallo's not that guy yet. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not experienced enough to play that game, and he's not experienced. In, in, and it, it goes into what Barcelona's strategy is going to be here. And I know what Barcelona's strategy is going to be here. It's not complicated. They're going to run to the box and fall down. Hundred percent. They are going to flop like fish on the deck. They are going to get to the edge of the box. They're going to try to run at PSG. And they're going to, once the minute they get into the box, somebody breathes on them. They are going to flail their arms. They are going to scream like little bitches and fall to the floor. Have you you seen the exclusive footage from training where they literally have like a dummy standing there with like arms out and they're taking practice kicks of trying to hit the arm of it. That's their strategy. They're just trying to aim for the arm to get a penalty in the box. It's it's phenomenal what they're doing. Is, it's unbelievable. But, but you know what? When you're down four one to a team that's your equal or better, that's what you do. That's what my strategy would be: is to try to get the ref to bail me out. That's exactly what I would do if I'm Barcelona. So th- there's no other way they can get into this game. And again, go back to the six one. Look at, at those six goals. The first one was on a, a really lucky bounce in the box early in the game, where it just sort of bounced to Iniesta and he headed it, headed it in. Trap was in a bad spot. Second goal was a Kurzawa own goal, where he tried to clear it and it, it, it scraped off his foot. Third goal was a penalty. Fourth goal was a free kick. Fifth goal was a penalty. The only sort of genuine goal they scored in the whole game was the last one off the Neymar uh, cross into the box to... Sergio Roberto. So those are the kind of goals you're going to need because it is very, wow. It is very unlikely. Did you just see that? Uh, No, I just turned. I figured you were reacting uh, uh, to the Juventus. Was this a penalty? Porto just just scored. Oh, I must be on a delay. 
I mean, that's a hell of a goal. You'll see it when it comes up. But anywho, um, <laughs> anywho, um, yeah. So it, it's very unlikely that PSG gets shut out here. There's no Gerard Piquet. There's no uh, Ronald Araujo. So they're going to be playing Umtiti and Longley. So very likely that PSG get a goal or two in this game. So you're looking at Barcelona having to score five or six to win the, win the tie. And if that's the case, you know, if PSG can get a goal, if PSG, let's put it this way, if PSG score two goals, it's pretty much over. Yeah. Well, back to and the, that's um... very likely given what Barcelona do or have going defensively. Yeah. <laughs> But you can't be sure about that. No. So, you know, that's why even if you're defending, you still have to be able to counter. And I think PSG will be a half decent job. I'm pretty confident they're going to hold this. It's just you have to be – you just have to be aware that these games can get weird and to not leave it in the hands of the official and to make sure that you're able to get a goal early in the game to yeah. sort of calm everything down. So that, a, a goal early on would be crucial. Um, when we were talking about all the ways that Barcelona are going to like fall in the box, it reminded me, was it like the mighty, the third version of the mighty ducks, whether, or maybe it was the first one where they're like, take the hit, fall down, act hurt, get the penalty. Like that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're just going to like fall down in the box and start like wiggling around and holding their arm and get penalties. I mean, that's really, if we're being honest, that's the only way Barcelona are going to advance. There's no way that this team would give up re- actual real goals to this Barcelona side. And so... Yeah, they're... this this Juventus game is going nuts right now. Adrian Rabio just tied them back up again. I tweeted, I whispered it, I said I would take Rabio back. I, I would mean, take him game, back at PSG. I mean, that's insane. That's the biggest goal he's ever scored in his life. Okay, Rabio. Sorry, we're getting off topic here. Um, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about Neymar. Um, he's gonna. He's not gonna be there. I mean, we st- we've talked about how we. He'll be. St- he'll be in the stadium. He's oh yeah, he'll be, <laughs> he'll be there. But I mean, we've already talked about this team is good enough to get by. But like, I know you and um, Carl Oscar, who wants to be on the post Barcelona pod, we're kind of going back and forth on on Twitter about whether or not he should play. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I get it. I, maybe he should play if he's not 100. percent But I also get if they're holding him back because we probably will advance, and this way he'll be, you know, 100 percent for the next round. Like I can see that, but it's a bummer there's that no he's reason, not to play. Here, here's the thing. To, you know, long story short, there's no reason to wait until the last. There's no reason not to wait until the last minute to make that call. There's no reason to rule him out on Monday or Tuesday. There's just no reason for it. Just let him, you know, ride it out as long as you can. Keep bluffing until you don't, until you, you know, until you don't have to bluff anymore. Like, that's really what you have to do. That's what I don't understand about it. Like, I just, I, I absolutely would have kept him going as far as possible. Because what's the worst that can happen? It's a training session. And if you're really in a troubled situation, you absolutely would put him in if you're, you know, if you're tied with 10 minutes to go in the match, you absolutely would put him in. So you, you, I think you still have to play play to that. I think you still have to have the insurance policy on the field or to have a chance to put the insurance policy in. Now you don't really have an insurance policy. You have some good guys you could bring off the bench, but nobody of that Neymar caliber. So the, again, there was no reason to make that call today, in my opinion. There was no reason to make that call 
it was it was premature to do it. And if he ends up playing against Nantes, then you know he really couldn't play ten minutes in this game if he can play against Nantes in two other days. Like I don't think that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. And yeah, then when yeah. is he actually healthy? So you, you, it, it, it's it's it is tricky. But I I just look like I feel like you have to. I feel like you have to tr- give him a chance to, to to play. That's what that's again. That's just my view on that. And, the and let's not forget that the the um the French league league on is very competitive. I mean, it's not a foregone conclusion that PSG win this championship. So you know, maybe he misses out on Barcelona, but like we've already said, we shouldn't really need him. But if he comes back, okay, maybe plays thirty minutes, forty five minutes against Nantes, but then he he returns for that game against Lyon away. Yeah. That's crucial. Then you've got Lille. In league on, and then you've got them again in the French Cup. I mean, there are several huge uh, domestic league games coming up that we are going to absolutely 100% need Neymar fit, healthy, ready to go. And so I, I can see. Yeah, I agree. Which is what makes this, yeah. I agree, which is what makes this a bit, um, which is what makes this a bit tricky. Absolutely. It, it's it's going to be tricky, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, if if Pochettino, I mean, what have you seen from him even recently? I mean, do we have any? We've seen Tuchel give up a, a big league in the Champions League. We've seen Unai Emery. Obviously, we talked about that. Give up a league. Uh, I mean, hopefully Pochettino can start turning this around. It feels like every manager, like we just have a huge catastrophic loss in the Champions League. This can't be his, right? Like, he's not going to let us down, is he? <laughs> I mean, you would think not. I, again, I don't think they'll be unprepared. I, I just think, again, I think shit happens. But if shit happens in this game, it'll be really devastating. Oh. Like, that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing you have to, it's the Champions League. Anything yeah. can happen. Like, literally, we're watching right now. Juventus have to score here or they're out. Like, they got, the, and they could end up scoring here. Or yeah. they could not. Like, that. it's just, it gets weird. Like, the thing is weird, you know. This is a weird tournament. Which this also makes it tournament. really, really hard to win, and why it's unfair for people to be like, "Oh, PSG spent all this money, so they should they should win it every yeah, year." No, it's a really hard competition to win. It's very hard to win, and I think Juventus is learning that right now. <laughs> like, this is a really hard tournament to win, and just because you buy a player like Ronaldo doesn't mean you're going to win it. But in this circumstance with PSG, they have to win this. There's no if. There's no we'll get him next year. No. They have to. They have to beat Barcelona, here, even if they lose in the final eight, which wouldn't be great. But it would, you know, it would still. They can't lose yeah. this. Is there such a thing as a new president bump? Didn't Barcelona just vote on a new president? So will that be like they've got a new guy in there? They know him. He's been there before. He's led them to championships. Like, is this? Uh, should we be worried about this? I don't know. I don't think it works. That I don't think that stuff matters. I think it only. <laughs> The only stuff that matters is the stuff that happens on the field. Yeah. That's I mean, the only thing that makes any difference here is what happens on the field. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it'll be it'll be a 10. So tomorrow, um, it looks like Liverpool and Leipzig. So um, Liverpool's up 2-0. They'll probably advance um, in PSG. Just looking at this, you know. Porto. I don't know. No, don't you don't? Know okay. Because Liverpool it's, it's at Anfield. Liverpool have not been good lately. They haven't won at Anfield in six games. So they might blow that. That's not a, that's not insurmountable. Two 0 okay. okay. 
Who knows what PSG had at the Parc des Princes against United? That's Leipzig score an early goal, and that game's on. It's on. Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay, fair enough. Uh, just like so, so that's those are the games tomorrow. So we'll we'll know for sure, and then we could just sit back, relax, wait for the this round to filter through. Maybe there, there's some. Maybe we can sit back. Maybe, but those those ninety minutes are going to be incredibly stressful. So I'm yes. preparing myself for that. I tweeted so that those no, are going to be so, the longest ninety minutes in PSG so history. I'm probably, I'm probably just going to listen to music while I'm watching the game, just to calm <laughs> me down. So I'm not listening to the announcers and all that and all that stuff. So yeah. well, that's usually what I do if it's a game that's going to give me some nerves. But well, give me a prediction. Give me a scoreline. Oh, actually, um, I'll go. I'll go first because I, I, if I remember on the other podcast, I thought that Barcelona would win this game, maybe two one, but we would still advance on aggregate. But I, I think Barcelona is going to make us all sweat for the ninety minutes, and it's going to be extremely painful. So I don't have yeah. a score. Yeah, two one, I guess. Yeah, I, Barcelona. Yeah. I think this is going to be a fairly boring match, and I'll leave my words later. But I, I, I think PSG are good enough at this point. I think they've learned how to play these matches, and I think they'll. I think it'll be something like one one. One one sounds about right to me. Okay. Okay. One one or two, yeah, one one or two one. Either way, again, Barcelona have to score a minimum of four. So you know, I'd say get out of the first half, uh, nil nil or up one or all. You know, I don't think you want to be down into headed into the half. I think tied or up is about what you want yeah. in that situation. You know what? So I'm thinking about I'm thinking about one one two okay. one. Sounds about right. I'm looking at so right now. You know, it's almost midnight in Paris. If the ultras aren't outside the Barcelona hotel, just lighting yeah. flares off and keeping those players up after what the Barcelona fans did to PSG players, I mean, come on, guys, we need to get after this. Um, yeah. The the supporters, I don't know what the you know COVID, they're all in lockdown, so probably they can't. But um, oh, they'll 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 come out. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we can get a little bit of a fan excitement. I, I miss that. Um, it'll just be exciting. So. Yeah, I, I think we're both call, hoping at least for a very boring game, lots of passes. Like I would love that. Just pass it around, side to side. Um, let's just do lots of that and get out of there, and then uh, look forward to the next round, um, which should be entertaining. I mean, there's some heavy hitters in there. Manchester City, maybe Real Madrid can get through, um, but no one other than Bayern, no one really has an insurmountable lead. So some of these. Big uh, clubs could be going home earlier than they had anticipated. Well, we just saw Juventus go out. Yeah, Juventus is now out, um, but they've struggled this year. But, I, I mean, I could see Atletico doing something um, against Chelsea. I could see Atalanta with Real Madrid. Mönchengladbach is going to be difficult against Manchester City. So, I mean, it's setting up nicely for PSG. It it's really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, famous famous last words. Let's get <laughs> let's get through the let's get through these 90 minutes. Yeah. Let's get through the let's 90 minutes. Let's get minute. through these 90 minutes with everyone healthy with a with the tie secured and we can all enjoy the rest of our, you know, we can enjoy the rest of our month and look forward to league on. Yeah. Again, though, I want to I want to say this though before we 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 yeah. go cuz we yeah. said we were going to keep this fairly yeah. short. Yeah. Coming up on 30 minutes. Yeah. I think they have the absolute right attitude. 
going into this. I think they have absolutely the right mentality. I don't think that's the issue. I think, again, things can happen. I don't think they're going to happen in this situation, but things can happen. And it would be, it would be a dereliction of our duty to not point out that these things can happen and to, you know, lie and say that we're all feeling really, really super confident about this. Cause no, no PSG fan. If you get them in a dark room and ask them feels really super confident about this, this is yeah. going to be a sweat. This is going to be sweating it out till the very last whistle. PSG could be up four goals with 87 minutes to go. I'm not satisfied until that whistle's blown. Yes. And I hope we haven't given anyone the impression that we're like very confident about this. Um, we are not. Um, after I predicted like eight nothing against Manchester United a couple seasons ago in the return leg. Ever since then, I'm like, no lead is safe. Not every anything is possible with PSG. Anything is possible in in football in general. Absolutely. So. Juventus is out. Let's wrap this up. Um, we'll have more games tomorrow. PSG, and then we've got, uh, like we said, Leipzig and Liverpool. Um, everything, if you're here in the States, is on CBS, um, which I guess now is like Paramount Plus. So if you get that, yeah. I don't know. It's it's all complicated now. Or I guess it's on. Yes, um, I think it's going to be on the. It'll be on your uh, Spanish language station. Yeah, uh, TUGN. Yeah, so let me see. It should be on Unim. I think in, in New York, I think it's on Unimas. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Um, okay. We try to be helpful. People are always like, oh, if you got a stream, you got no. this, where's the game? We try to let everyone know where to find the game. But I'm, I'm a CBS subscriber. Um, our friend Jonathan Johnson's over there now, so I try to throw my support there. Okay, so PSG and Barcelona will be on Univision if you want. Mm-hmm. It'll be on. Um, it will not be on CBS Sports Network, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. I so think it's all access. To, it's all streaming. So you'll either have to get the CBS All Access, or you'll have to watch it on uh, Univision. I will probably be watching it on Univision, mm-hmm. so I don't have to hear the horrible commentary <laughs> about how you know PSG, about you know how Kylian Mbappe is going to leave this year or <laughs> anything like that. So all I, right, I think we're good. They can find me at Mark Damon Nine. Um, they can find you Ed, at PSG talk. Yes. Someone did think that you were tweeting from the account. I was like, we don't give Mark the, the account for the PSG talk. I was like, this is me. I said something oh, they stupid. Learned, they learned better from this point. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review if you can. And, uh, maybe we'll see you after the game. Depends on how it goes. I've joked that I might just delete the site if we lose. So who knows? We'll see. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, for now. See you, everyone.